Greetings, Hameros, god of sexual desire, son of Aphrodite. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and you're listening to... Anime, Anime was not, was not a, a mistake. mistake. <laughs> and I'm here, as always, with my co-host... <laughs> the god of poor timing, Dan Ryan. Uh, <laughs> poor timing, sexual desire, I think. Fitting. Eh. Yeah. I mean, you would be the god of uh, TV tropes. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be the god of bad purchases. <laughs> but I've well, said too much. we said compete much. in earnest <laughs> yeah. for that title, so... That's a real pantheon on this we'll podcast. We'll see. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but we're continuing our summer of cyborg, and things are trekking along pleasantly. Mm-hmm. Whereas we had more goobus last week, we yes. get definitely more gallant this week. Yes, and I love how that's how we're going to compare our episodes from now on going forward. Yeah, it's more of a goofus or a gallant week. Well, it fits with this this series because. Mm-hmm. We go back and forth, so... <laughs> yeah, and oddly enough, I do love these four episodes, but this is where I fell off in the series. Mm-hmm. At least I think that's where, like, we've gotten the American episodes, and then the rest were harder to find afterwards. Well, this is probably where a lot of people fell off, because I... Like, these aired in a weird... Like, they were aired later, mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, they weren't... It wasn't, like, a continuous thing after Black Ghost was defeated. It was, like... These were shown as the, you know... The mythos are like the War of the Gods or the Lost episodes. Mm-hmm. That's something we should revisit at some point when America repackaged things as Lost episodes, mm-hmm. even though it was just like shit they didn't air. But I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people might have strayed at this point. So, mm. um, but yes, uh, as we do, I've got a tangent prepared for you mm-hmm. to get to later that I'm very excited for. We're gonna play little games, so of get course, ready to be called down, down to the stage. But as always, is there any life anime adjacent or uh, video game such and such to talk about? Um, anime wise, the only thing that I have uh, maintained this week, I've been watching more JoJo's Done with Battle Tendency now. Mm. Going to start. Stardust Crusaders momentarily. <laughs> the best one. <laughs> um, but other than that, I'm I'm gonna try to set aside some time to go through all of the Gundam movies because mm. Hathaway just came out, or the first the first of those Hathaway movies came out. Um, so I'm gonna try to sit down and and do a viewing of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, uh, I believe one notable anime thing is that. Uh, tomorrow, actually, they will be premiering a Getter Robo Arc anime mm. in Japan. Getter? I hardly know her. Uh, well, there. <laughs> uh, chef's kiss. Uh, the... I may be blind, but the joke's still... <laughs> <laughs> I say that because my eyes def- are dilated, audience. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't def- he means literally. Well, he yeah, literally I had an optom- eye doctor. I had to go to the optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing sketchy. Yeah, uh, when Dan walks in, I just go, ooh. <laughs> so, it, it, uh, it was... A very short-lived manga, I think it came out from, like, 2001 to 2003, and it actually had partial input from Go Nagai, the legendary creator of, like, Mazinger Z and many other, uh, like, classic robot series. Mm. Um, but it got, like, the the manga was cancelled after, like, three volumes, or something to that effect. So, the, you know, and it's been a long time since then, but obviously it's kind of a big deal that they're they're giving it um, an anime adaptation. Mm-hmm. I think some people on TikTok have posted parts of the opening. It looks like very high quality animation, so it'll be interesting to, to mm-hmm. you know, to get an, ad- you know, an adaptation of something like this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I have nothing aside from the somber news that you shared with me yesterday that Felice Sampler, voice mm-hmm. of Mimi, and Legend of Korra star, you know, yeah. has unfortunately passed away. And just a very, you know, eclectic voice, able to adapt to anything yeah. in a constant 
stream of what we're watching, so our condolences. Yeah. Um, it's always somber when someone dies, and especially at 67, which is young, mm-hmm. you know, at least in our day and age, so, you know, our hearts go out. Yeah. But, well, we, we are a yeah. pro-Mimi podcast. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> when we yeah. get to Digimon, yeah. we stand Mimi, aside from that one episode, but that's, like, how you show character growth, mm-hmm. I guess. And then we'll have to debate, is it Lily Mom or Angel Woman that we fight for? <laughs> and that'll be the most heated topic we get to until Dan, you know, brings out the Pokemon big guns. <laughs> what about Lady Devimon? Oh. <laughs> Slap that witch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a Twitter thread from a while ago that really got me good. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, but I don't have anything. I've been playing Mario Golf aside from that. I didn't watch it. Oh, I finished... um. The first season of So I'm a Spider, So What? Mm-hmm. And it's good for isekais, you know, as far as it goes. It's the good balance between spider heroine and then, <laughs> you know, transported to another well, uh, world's fellow youths, mm-hmm. which is fine. The one thing that I will say is the last few episodes go really hard on, like, the clunky 3D uh, Fire Emblem cutscene fighting. Yeah. And it does not bode well, but hopefully with more money and support, they can ish over that and just make things a little more pleasing to the eye. Of course. But I think it's a fun time. Um, I will be hailing Odd Taxi yet again, because it's been getting raves in my Instagram follows and whatnot. So, um, I'm gonna return to Odd Taxi starting this week, and yeah. we'll see how we go. I didn't want to juggle too many at the same time. No, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only other news... Like, I like I haven't, again, with what I haven't watched this week, I've kind of tried to make up for with playing some uh, some video games. Ooh. Um, but just, uh, you know, I'm almost done with Village. Mm. I'm, I'm literally about to enter, like, the final boss fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I got some Chris goodness in there. I got, you know, it was some plot twists going on. Loved it. Loved the game. Uh, no complaints from me. Uh, and then I've obviously been going through Sunshine and Galaxy. I, I cannot speak highly enough of either of them. But, you know, I don't know if Galaxy had as much of a huge of an impact with me the first time mm. I played it back in the day. Mm-hmm. But playing through it now, like, it is it is one of the most solid Mario titles. Yeah. Like, obviously, for its goofus factor, Sunshine kind of yeah. ekes it out for me. But... I don't know. Uh, Galaxy is just smooth and and fucking crisp, and it's like, well, look at the loomers. They're so cuddly and cute. Yeah, it's and like they a, eat. It's like a perfect <laughs> platformer. Yeah. Like I, you know, you got the nervous robots. <laughs> yeah, you got the penguins. You know, and then we uh, we got some news of like small quality of life things. Oh, in don't Skyward bring this Sword. up. The fans will lambast you, Dan. <laughs> uh, well, I mm. I assume that happens anyway. Give but... us the big mom. <laughs> I, I assume it happens anyway, but... Uh, oh my goodness, I could skip a cutscene now? Yeah. Whoa. 60 yeah. bucks, please. <laughs> well, you know I'm getting it, but mm. it's Skyward Sword. I'm very excited to play it again. Yeah. I My love for Skyward Sword is known, so yeah. I don't need to, you know... I don't know why I was given two wieners this year, but <laughs> so be it. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for that. I think that's not this week, but the following week. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to going through that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because occasionally, for the sake of playing some of the uh, top tier Super Mario games that are in that, that SNES collection uh-huh, uh-huh. that we... Not for free. We had to, you know, write our names in blood to get the, yes. the fucking Nintendo Online, whatever yeah. it, it yeah, is. Yeah. But on that SNES Virtual Console, I have been playing Breath of Fire. 
Mm. And I love it. Oh, is it uh, two or three the superior game? But I'm glad you're getting into it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think you should totally check out that franchise. That feels like a very Dan franchise. I I <laughs> I adore it so far. Yeah. Like I'm still very early on, but mm. I the sprite work, the game, like simple gameplay ish, mm-hmm. but you know all the basic RPG stuff is there. The different characters, the mm. different like equipment, and I don't know. It's just it's just a charming, great little RPG. And like I I just clicked into it. Like mm. oh this you know whatever I'll try it. Yeah. And it kind of hooked me. So oh, wow, yeah. it's the year of Dan's RPG discovery. Yeah. So it's if you have that <laughs> SNES con like or virtual online console, subscription, yeah, yeah, lying around, check it yeah, out. I was talking about to Matt to get me an SNES classic because I missed the boat and uh, still hasn't showed up on my doorstep wrapped in a bow. So I'll be on the phone with Matt. <laughs> I th- I think I got, I think I managed to get the the NES classic when it came out mm, because of I, Matt, yeah. but yeah. not, it, it, you know. Cause, just want to play Final Fantasy VI again. Yeah, but that was that was one of those situations where like I, I'm pretty sure Matt helped me get that. that As most things, yes, in life, you know, <laughs> or or that was the time when I like went into GameStop and then they had one left on the shelf and I'm mm. like, buy pre pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, buy buy buy. I was like, I'll take it. And then like a month later nintendo put out collections of like all of the games that came on that Mm -hmm. like the whole castlevania collection was on like it by itself Mm -hmm. instead of you know so i still have it somewhere but it's it's like they re-released everything that came on it like a that's uh, nintendo for you um but yeah that's the only Mm -hmm. news news that i have to bring to the table well but um if you have no other, and I don't either, um, I have been preparing my tangents because I know I've been lacking on the pod. Dan's <laughs> been picking up the slack when Jonathan's busy, but you have no time <laughs> Leave to Leave it to me. Such questions as I've wrote the tangent this week, and uh, in the style of my favorite thing to do on television, let's play a little game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where I am the host, as I'm off to be, mm-hmm. and you are the eager contestant that I call down. Okay. Um, this is inspired by one of my favorite podcasts, Gay Lords of Darkness. They usually play a little game at the end of every episode for like 20 minutes or so, mm-hmm. inspired by horror movies. Of course, this will be reaching into the anime annals. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, such alliteration. But anyways, yeah. I'm going to propose a game. This may not be a continuous segment, but like I said, I'm going to try to spice up the bedroom a bit more now that Dan has been around. Um, We're going to name Who's That Mashed Man? (laughs) Well, there are a lot of... So Dan, come on down from Kenilworth, New Jersey. Dan Kenneth Ryan. I mean, I'm anxious to be on camera, Mm. but I'll come on down, I guess. Well, I'm going to pose five rhyming questions. Okay. And your job is to, in a time limit of, let's say, 30 seconds, okay. name who I'm talking about, okay? Okay. Um, there's no real tricks here. They're kind of basic, but I think it was a fun time to be had. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the character's name. If you don't know the name, just rely on describing that character and maybe I'll give it to you. Okay. We'll talk to the raccoon judges. Okay. All right. So, are you ready for question number one? I guess so. Who's that masked man? Um... One that appear after Dan, so. I left my family adrift at sea. What can I say? The bounties were too high for me. But I returned with courage, new name, and slingshot. Some of my friends are quite dumb and think I'm who I'm not. Usopp? Usopp or... 
Why does he wear the mask, Dan? Oh, Soga King. Mm, the masked man was Soga King. Congratulations. <laughs> you move on to the next round. Oh, so they are actually masked yeah, men. Okay. The, okay. That's the purpose. Good to know. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> we don't lie here. All right. When I should have been learning, I chose to fight crime. Can you blame me? My dad's dead. I was wasting my time. I found ways of training my chi and wouldn't be surprised if Dan had a figma of me. Who's that masked man? Who's oh, that man? Okay, man? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta use the time limit. <laughs> I'm not counting. Fine, fine. Fine. I chose to fight crime. Figma of me, training my chi. Dad's dead. <laughs> Is it Joseph Joestar? Mm-hmm. It's not okay. No, um, no, we'll continue guessing in the spirit of the game. Don't overthink it, Dan. Chi mask. Uh, no, he didn't have a mask. Damn it. That's right. Someone had a mask. Chi. Oh, Dio? No. No, not Dio. Not You're Dio. in the wrong uh, series, dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he had a mask. Training his chi. His father's dead. I wish for woman's panties around those lines. Turn you into cracker with cheese. <laughs> oh. Tur- oh. Whose dad is dead, Dan? <laughs> DPC. <laughs> oh, Gohan? Yeah, and who was he it's as great a... Great Saiyan? Well, there you go. Okay, that, okay. Oh, no, okay. that makes sense. That makes right. sense. That All makes right. sense. I, I okay. thought that one was a softball lobbed at you. That was, uh, well, we got three more to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. My sword is sharp. My accent's sexy. But those nightmare monsters sure are pesky. Whenever I appear, a Spanish mandolin isn't far. But you have no time to ponder such questions. Kaboo! The Warp Star! Who's that masked man? Who's that masked man? Meta Knight? Meta Knight is correct, yeah. dear. So sexy. That accent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Two left, and I'm ending with the piece de resistance. Okay. So. Standing on bridges, silently in rain or shine, longing for friendship that will soon be mine. Although my demeanor may seem odd or cold, perhaps I can change your mind with a bit of gold. <laughs> wow, the intent on Dan's, <laughs> Dan's face right now. Mind with a bit of gold. Gold, standing on bridges, kind of distant. Desires friendship. Previous watch on this podcast. Mm. Go back to our origins as a Ghibli podcast. Oh, masked man. It's not Cobb. <laughs> he doesn't wear a mask. Don't tell me. I'm All right, gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna. gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna Audience. Oh, no face. Yes, yeah. yes. There we go. I was going to say, it might be time to heat up a snack or something. But yes, no face is correct. Yay. All right. <laughs> for the last one. Most challenging one. But I think you're going to get a kick out of this. I'm just really proud of this rhyme scheme I made. <laughs> this mass villain proved to be brash, imprisoning legendary pocket monsters in dark balls for revenge and cash. Fighting teenagers is truly brusque. His actions even turned Onion Fairy to husk. Iron Masked Marauder. Yes. yes. <laughs> the Iron Masked Marauder is correct. Congratulations, Dan. You won nothing on the first episode of Who's That Masked Man? Well, I like it. 
Yeah, I like it. We can we can structure quiz shows out of this. All right, I don't know. I feel like I would feel real stupid if you bring up JoJo and I know absolutely nothing. I'll be like, um, uh. Oh well, yeah. I just I have... you would have to stick mine to Mahojo Shoujo. <laughs> Yeah, do Which, a, name the Mahojo Shoujo. Do the sniff it or whiff it, whatever. The oh fuck my is. god, it is sniff it or whiff it. But thanks, audience, for putting up with my shenanigans. I love a good game, and Dan, you passed. Of course. But next yeah. time, the kit gloves are off. And I, can, I won't be giving you any hints. I can keep my leg then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with the tangent over, shall we move into the main course? I would say tonight? so. All right. So, we are once again returning to our Summer of Cyborg, and the drawing board is back, but this time it is dubbed the Cyber Pantheon Acropolis, because we are heading not to Greece, but to like a vague island called Magma Island. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Which could probably be in Greece, I don't know. It's a real Greek motif going Mm -hmm. on here. I've been too busy learning French. (laughs) Don't have time for Greek. Anyways, uh... Oh boy, we're skipping two episodes that I figured Dan would have picked in a heartbeat because they're just goober enough for him. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. dog and dino combo. <laughs> yes, two favorites. So we're going to get more into that after uh, the drawing board when we watch the episodes. I have the detailed plot lines that we can guffaw over. Mm-hmm. But um, some brief notes, some trivia sections for those episodes we will skip. Episode 20, um, entitled A Phantom Dog. This is the second adaptation of said episode or plot line. Uh, to an animated format, this one being closer to the source material than the 1968 anime version. Mm -hmm. So, sad dogs, we see it on Futurama, they tug at the heartstrings, gets another adaptation here. They do, yeah. Um, Episode 0021, or episode 21, this episode was originally aired as the 19th in the run on TV Tokyo. Uh, Due to it being rushed to completion and ready before The Hero, which would have ended up airing as the 21st episode. So we watched The Hero last week, which had Jet... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, skedaddling around Brooklyn, heating up garlic, talking to boys, <laughs> doing what he does in his apartment. Uh, this created a plot hole with Jet rejoining the team earlier than he was supposed to. Uh, the episode also had much rougher animation and character design. Uh, the episode was entirely reanimated for the DVD release, and both it and the hero were swapped to their intended places, with this being placed as the 21st episode. So that would have been like Dino Bungalow or whatever it's called. A yeah, big like Dino Dinosaur Adventure. Island. Yeah. yeah, it's evil scientists, yeah. I think. And then our main docket tonight, episodes 22 to 25. Today's four episodes comprise the entirety of the Mythos arc in the manga. A few more godlike cyborgs included in the manga. Um, there was Helena, who was mixed in with the character of Artemis that we'll meet today. Uh, Heracles, who was a lion man. Uh, Nereus, who was a hippo man who is there but never named. And Centaur slash Dr. Uranus, who is a co-creator of these um, Greek gods. Yes. Um, But that's all the trivia I could find for now, Dan. Uh, I know it's a quick, uh, breezy segment today, but Mm -hmm. that's fine. I'm sure we'll have enough to discuss. Any initial thoughts before we dive into these episodes? Uh, again, like, last week was kind of like a like a turning point, because obviously Black Ghost is done, we gotta move on to other antagonists, at least for a little bit, seemingly. Um, I'm excited to cover these episodes, because mm. I remember, uh, you know, the airing schedule was weird, I remember seeing bits and pieces of them, and I remember that, you know, they do a good job of kind of expressing how powerful these pseudo-Greek god cyborgs mm. are and stuff, it, like, it's... They're, they're pretty interesting, like, yeah. what their delusions are and everything like that, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's it's definitely a change of pace from what we've been watching, mm-hmm. which is, like, more strictly, like, James Bond villainy stuff. 
and I feel like this this arc gets more, you know, like anime confrontation in mm-hmm. a in an open field kind of thing. So yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, emphasizes the team's teamwork. Um, a good antagonist with like gray morals. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool powers. It does feel a little rushed. I feel like it could go longer since we've just had that whole Black Ghost segment take, you know, almost half the series. Yeah. But I understand. I'll give her credit for where credit's due. It's interesting. It's intriguing. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to join you today. Let us hop in my flying chariot. Oh, Kubikoro, get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Shamaladan, we are off. <laughs> no dinosaurs, though. No. Dinosaurs, unfortunately, are extinct. <laughs> Yoshi. <laughs> You prick a god, does he not bleed? <laughs> yeah, it's the fires of Olympus we got going here. Whatever that was from, I don't... I don't know. I thought we were going to get that reference, but we didn't... No, I, I guess they couldn't afford it. They also couldn't afford naming most of them typical names. Like, we got an Achilles, we got some that weren't even named. It was we, odd. We got an odd bunch. We yeah. got, like, we got like gods that don't lend themselves to being robots, mm. but... We'll, we'll, we'll unpack that when yeah. we, yeah. So anyways, we finished the mythos arc of Cyborg 009. Any initial thoughts before we dive into these episodes deep, Dan? I still really liked it. I, 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 I enjoyed it too. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, we gotta, we gotta unpack a little bit of goober stuff oh, that I think. My um, favorite part of the episode's coming up. You know, and just the way that this arc is presented. I mean, obviously we're, we're going off of, you know, I, I doubt that too much would have been uh, you know, character-wise would have been changed from the manga, so they were working with, you know, what had been written yeah. in terms of the character selection and everything. And, <laughs> again, it's it was like a series of odd choices that you would think would, like, lend themselves to mm-hmm. sci-fi cyborg fights, but they went with a, a very strange... They went with, like, a Saint Seiya lineup, yeah. <laughs> so it's... And it's it, it feels yeah. a bit piecemeal. Like, the fights could last longer, it could be spaced out a bit more. But yeah. remember this... Show didn't have the budget or the time, I guess. Yeah. So four episodes is all we get for this, yeah. even though I was into it, as I'm sure you were too. No, of course. I I mean, I was, I mean, I had forgotten that it was so short mm-hmm. that it was just like, I, I thought that it went on for like 10 or something, but mm-hmm. I, you know, but I remember the bits and pieces that I did remember. I remember Apollo mm-hmm. and him being like Cell and everything and all I remember of his, Artemis. Yeah. It's, you know, they, they stand out, the, the, you know, in yeah. terms of even, like, Atlas and his design and, and Poseidon. They're, and I thought know, they... one psychic lady who, in hindsight, after research, is named Hera, mm-hmm. which I assumed was the case going in, had a bigger role, but yeah. she didn't do anything. She did one thing. Well, she had to have, because she was linked to the yeah. the evil energy Turbine, machine, yeah. so... it. Yeah, it, it's a it's an odd assortment of of villains, mm-hmm. but you know, like Apollo and Artemis really stand out, and I I don't know he uh, like Apollo is is a quintessential anime villain. 
Yeah. And that's what I always remember about him. He mm-hmm. shows up, he's got his hair f- flaming, and he's yeah. like, Bah, flip that coin and we'll find out, you know. He's, he's got... But what was he doing in the last few episodes? Just chilling in a suit in New York, <laughs> burning down hotels. I've been watching you, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And I thought they were going to go into... Like, they were going to, like... Go back to that and be like, I was around. But no. Yeah, or or even, like, why the timing of this attack lines up mm-hmm. the way... It, like, I... I mean, as we'll we'll see, there might be a reason why no. it happened now, but... No, it's briefly it... mentioned in the one episode we skipped, but never fully explained at all. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, no, I'm just saying, yeah. if, if, if they're working for who they seem to be oh, working yeah, yeah. for, then why, you know, why was this timed out, you know, yeah. the way it was? But we'll get to that when of we course. get to that plot reveal, so... Alright, so let's go into the episodes. Of course, we like to give tribute to the episodes that we haven't seen as well. The ones the, that we skipped. The dearly departed. And yes. oh boy, we have two that, like I said, Dan would have jumped at the chance <laughs> <laughs> to record. Uh, episode 0020, episode 20, A Phantom Dog We Are Skipping. So a basic plot, on a snowy day in Tokyo, a man is killed when he is suddenly and horrifically burned in the middle of a public area. So spontaneous combustion. Combustion. Combustion? Combustion? (laughs) Kombucha? Oh, my boxers are combustion. Quite a disturbing scene, actually. And we meet the classic seminal cyborg character, Gubikoro, Joe's dog. You've seen him, audience. He's been there the whole time, apparently, since the anime started. He just never got a scene before. Yeah. It... It doesn't bode well, but Joe has a pet dog named Kobe Koro. <laughs> it's not the first time that's been done, but, you know, it's always weird. It was like, oh, this character's been here the whole time. Didn't uh, you notice? You know. And I initially thought, uh-oh, real saddest episode of Futurama vibes. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be one that I'm not going to skip. But the emotionality didn't pay off at all. And I was <laughs> like, mm, that wasn't worth anything. Uh, Joe shares a hairstyle with his dog that I thought I had to point yes, out. As I do with Bandit, yeah, it's tradition. Like, so. <laughs> Dan would like to know this information. You got how else are you going to know who owns the dog? Yeah. So. Uh, Joe recalls meeting Kubakoro as a young pup during the spring season, so it's been years, Dan. We just never saw Kubikoro before this. Yeah. Uh, and Kubikoro is the son of a street performer dog set. <laughs> Um, this is the first time we are hearing about him, uh, question mark. Later on, the dog's family and owner were run over by a car. The dog's heads were scalped open, leaving only Kubikoro. So it's like, why did someone hit and run these dogs, their owner, and then scalp them? Yeesh. It's like, it, it's creepy at first. You're like, oh, where's this going? And then I'm like, oh, is this like a, a cybernetic thing? Are they trying to enhance the dogs because they're street performers? They could do math, which is very cute. They're like, two plus two? That dog must be a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kubikoro, Joe, and um, uh, the uh, professor live together in their electric beach bungalow for at least three months. So there was a time skip here, too. Um, more mysterious spontaneous combustions happen as Kubikoro is out and about. Joe suspects his dog. Uh, Joe and Kubikoro find a wrecked car, the same one uh, who the owner uh, slaughtered Kubikoro's family. And the murders are linked together. Chang thinks someone is seeking revenge. It's like a very weird plot where everyone who's tied to the death of this original owner and Kubikoro's dog parents spontaneously combust for some reason. And yeah. you're thinking like, oh... Especially in what we're watching today, did it relate to that in any way? Yeah. But it doesn't. 
Oh. Yeah. Um, in the night, Kubikoro hunts the city as Joe follows. More gang members involved in the old man and dog's death. Kubikoro possesses some powers over pyrokinesis so he can make flames with his mind. Well, at least it foreshadows they have that tech, I guess. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, why wasn't Apollo just there? Wouldn't that have made more sense? Well, it would have made a lot more sense. But I I thought that... Because we watched the preview at the end of last week's batch, mm-hmm. and I thought, it like, does he, in any capacity, does he turn out to be, like, a Kyubi or whatever? Like a, like a, a fox? No. Fox fire and whatever the- No. It's just a dog. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dog that shares Joe's hairstyle. It's Kubikoro, Dan! That's because well, his name sounds like it would be, a, like, nope. a pun on, nope. uh, you know, like a, like a Vulpix or whatever, nope. but it- <laughs> What I got is, it was like a direct parody of Stephen King's Firestarter. I don't know if you're familiar with that work, but mm, uh, it, it's basically, like, government gets little girl who has pyrokinesis- Takes her to oh, an agency. Oh, yeah. It's very okay. that. And I was like, okay, that's clearly what they're referencing here. Uh, but Kubikoro, out of shame and guilt, flees away from Joe in the dead of night. Uh, the media claims that a dog did it, and people believe it, Dan. They go, oh, there's a dog with pyrokinesis on the loose. Be on the lookout. Oh, it's a strange episode. Um, Kubikoro's gone for a very long time. So long, in fact, that it starts snowing. So more months go by in this timeline. Um, during one of the gang members' transportation to prison, Joe knows his friend will strike again. Kubikoro crashes the police vehicle and is stopped by Joe. No justice in revenge, he screams at Kubikoro. Come home with me. Uh, Joe dives in the way of this pyrokinesis. Um, if you don't stop, then it will have to put you down. It gets really like, uh uh-oh, old Yeller vibes are going on here. Uh, Kubikoro critically wounds the last gang member, injures some police officers, and just as Joe shoots, uh, comes to his senses now that his revenge story has ended. Um, so Joe does actually have to put down this classic Kubikoro character that we've known for so long. Yeah, I wouldn't. It, it, it's heartfelt, but I was like, oh, this doesn't have any emotional weight to it, though. We barely knew him. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have included that just for the sake of, eh, I can't do things with... Eh. And then 001003006007, Gilmore and Joe mourn Kubikoro's death. Um, psychic powers passed down from parents in revenge... Goodbye, Kubikoro. That's how the episode ends. It was like a, he was like a grudge dog? Or... I, that's what they want us to believe. Oh, dear. Maybe I made a good choice in skipping this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, why did we skip this? Or at least in my opinion, skipped because this is a really odd episode, Dan. Even with the dog fans in the room. Uh, Kubikoro and Joe's relationship comes out of nowhere. It's a very quick resolution and it just feels really strange even for this show. Uh, points for showing Joe's relationship with a dog, though, wish it was fleshed out more so we actually felt for the characters involved. Um, also might explain the psychic powers a bit more. That was just a hint I gave it, but now that we're talking about, like, Apollo and all that, maybe that could have been tied in, too. I did- I was trying to think what this reminded me of, and they had to do- Now, I mean, I preface this by saying that I- I love the most recent Hunter Hunter anime. Mm-hmm. I, I have said that it is, it is probably one of my faves. Mm-hmm. I I took down that whole series in like like a couple weeks because I was just I couldn't stop watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ran into something similar where there was like a character who 
was important but wasn't introduced in the anime version when they were supposed to be. So then they kind of have to show up and he's like, oh, my old friend yeah. who's, like, it's since bad. the beginning has informed my decisions. And it's, it, it's, I feel, you know, there's obviously plenty of other examples, I think, that, you know, anime runs into when they cut stuff out of the adaptations. But mm. it's always, a psychic dog was not expected on that list, so. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately we had to skip that, Dan. I apologize. But what I'm sorry for more is that we had to skip episode 21, The Fossils of Evil. And just that name is enough to get Dan excited. It is. It's a f- the Fossil Fools episode but the classic. Dan can't get everything he wants. So uh, let's dive into that plot. Dino... Oh, I can't pronounce this. Dion... Dionicus is um, a seemingly now extant. Dia, Dionicus. It's like Dionicus. It's like Dionysus. A, well, it, it, <laughs> is I, that I, another I, hint you, for what to come? You pronounce it because it's Dino, like uh, the Pokemon, yeah. and then I, I'm pretty sure it's Dionicus. Like it's a. Uh, I think that's a real kind of dinosaur. So. Hmm. Well, this is a seemingly now extant, previously extinct dino is tracked down by 002-005, who gets the shaft again in this episode. He's the best character, and yet again overlooked still at the same time. Yeah. Um, and 009, Dr. Gottfried Ross, one of Gilmore's peers, wants to capture it alive. Uh, the dino moves very fast, and the two speedy boys and nature man go after said dino because mm-hmm. that's their specialities. Uh, Dr. Kylie, a sinister sunglass sporting assistant, is clearly evil leaning in this episode as well. <laughs> he works with Dr. Gottfried and you're like, oh, he's evil. Like, <laughs> do yeah. we see? Can we, do we have eyes? Yeah, you, don't, you don't trust sunglasses people in this show, so. Uh, the boys make camp. 002 plays Home on the Range on the harmonica, which is another skill to add <laughs> Just like uh, just like Matt and Digimon does, yeah. so it's a Lancer thing. You it gotta is. play harmonica. Like exactly the same. Dan is correct. Uh, Geronimo Jr. stargazes. It's very cute and wonderful. This is like a good... I was like, oh, I stand 002 in this scene, uh, but unfortunately it does not last. Uh, this mysterious dino approaches in the night and runs at superhuman speeds. Hmm. <laughs> 005 is attacked by a giant... I can't pronounce it, but it's supposed to be a T-Rex at the same time. Um, trapped under rubble and there's a giant electric rib cage that emerges from the ground and you're like, what's going on here? I don't know. Uh, 002 is attacked by a... I can't pronounce these dino names, Dan. Paternodon? Pteranodon? Tyran- oh, the P is silent. Yeah. Hmm, Pteranodon. Well, Pteranodon, like, uh, whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Petrie. Um, well, Petrie <laughs> and uh, there was... Like, a bunch of Zoids. Uh, yeah. It always goes back to Zoids and, with you, Dan. And Rodan, too. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Can't forget him. (laughs) A pteranodon in the air, but is also subdued, but it's like matching up the dinos with their appropriate uh, strengthening partner. Like, uh, 005 gets a super strength dino, and Mm -hmm. he gets chomped, and then 002 gets the flying dino, and then 009 gets the speedy dino. (laughs) Um, This big dinosaur attacks 009, all with matching skills. Hmm, Dr. Kylie and Dr. Gottfried... Want to use these robo-dinos to capture the cyborgs. Gottfried wanted them alive. Kylie doesn't care if they are dead. Uh, 009 realizes the dinos are just big robots. Uh, the doctors turn against one another. Kylie tries to kill Gottfried, who switches allegiances at the last moment in kind of a redemptive arc that came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I've done bad, but maybe this is too bad, and then he gets shot. So These dinosaurs are too evil. <laughs> <sighs> it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Black Ghost plan from the past, so it's not... 
are they back now? It's like, oh, previously they sent me on this dino mission. Yeah. Um, so we're trying that. Kylie is destroyed when a dino explodes on him. It literally just explodes on him. <laughs> it gives him a hug and then blows up. Uh, Godfrey dies lamenting his trickery. Maybe evil people can change, Dan. Meanwhile, in Greece, a storm emerges. Uh, mysterious figures are shown and statues cry bloody tears. So I was like, ooh, oh, huh. what's left to come? Uh, we skip this because while action-packed, it's just dino filler. And Dan can't get everything he wants is what I have done in my notes. There it, are plenty of anime dinosaur yeah. episodes that I haven't even brought to yeah. the field yet. I'm sure, you've got them all in the holster, don't you? Um, it's a little bit zany with dinos shooting lasers from their tails. Just watch Jurassic Park instead. Uh, I need to get to the real story arc here. <laughs> So, Dan can stop crying now. And now we get... Boo-hoo, indeed. (laughs) Episode 22, Attack of the Gods. So, in what I watched online, there was a new slightly jazzy opening, but what I see off the Blu-ray is that they give us a slight recap of what happened before. Yeah. um, Throughout the episodes. And the opening's just the same one that we've seen. Um, But this new jazzy opening that I watched had the cyborgs and their powers, and it was like 20 seconds, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on, Lord's Prayer. We open in a church somewhere, <laughs> and these Catholics are praying. We got lit candles, shattering stained glass, the Vatican, Il Domo, I don't know. Um, a figure in a chariot pulled by Pegasi. Pegasi? Um, stops in the church, and time stops as well. Gee, I wish that power was used more, but it's not. Yeah. That's I guess, another. like, th- speed? There's another in. Well, no, because he's literally. Because everyone sees yeah. it. Like, they all. Because the, the church starts crumbling, and, like, they think it's an earthquake. Well, it is an earthquake, technically, mm-hmm. but then, you know, time freezes, and they somehow... I think through a hole in the roof they see this guy on the yeah, chariot. It's so. very unclear in this anime. Yeah. You just gotta take what it gives you. Um, a figure in a chariot is pulled. Uh, the people look on in fear and prayer, immediately changing their devotion from one god to another. <laughs> this must be a god. Um, natural disasters, lightning storms, tidal waves that take out whole bridges... <laughs> San Francisco. Yeah, like, there's another like, one of those holy shit moments. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, tornadoes occur all over the world. Maybe not the best weather to take a helicopter out it, but an intrepid reporter and their assistant is there on the scene anyway. They find a shining godlike figure is seen all over. As 006 and 007 of the cyborgs watch from Chang's restaurant, Dr. Gilmore calls the pair to reassemble most of the cyborgs at his home. An epicenter spelling out the ancient Greek word meaning God has been seen throughout the attacks over the world. And the next point is going to be at the point of a warring nation and its partner. So yeah. it's a war-torn country overlapping border area. Yeah. But I do like this relationship between 006 and 007 that they stayed in the restaurant business together for no reason. Well, yeah, it seems yeah. to like lend itself to what Seven enjoys because he gets to like entertain people yeah. and everything. Yeah. Oh, he's not making a lot in dinner feeder. I'll get you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they say, oh, we'll go to this place and we'll disrupt and see what's going on. Uh, 006 thinks it's mass hysteria. 009, 007, 006, 003, 001, and Gilmore travel to the warring border. Well, because throughout this, if I may, we, we get all of, like... Their opinions on religion. Yeah, yeah. and it and it, it's interesting, because, like, because it starts with, like, Seven, and he's getting hassled by two of the guys, mm-hmm. be, like, who think that this is, like, a sign of, like, mm-hmm. Armageddon, pretty yeah. much. And, um, and then they're in the ship, and they're talking, and three is clearly, like, I, I would assume... Like probably a, like she's a, French Catholic. Yeah, and yeah. and then like six 
implies that he's an atheist, but then that that annoys the others, and mm-hmm. and uh, well, it doesn't it like it surprises yeah. the others, and he thinks that he's offended. Zero zero three five kind of reflects on like you know you be- like it comes from yeah. what you believe, which again five. The sane one. I, lo- I yeah, love him. Yeah. Every, I'm, everything, I'm standing him more and more. Yeah, and then the other ones don't really offer too many opinions on it, but mm-hmm. then they, um, you know, they, yeah, they travel to this war-torn country. Okay. So, 003 is traumatized by the cries of the falling soldiers she hears. Uh, she regrets this power. Um, everyone has flaws. Too dangerous to get near. Too dangerous to get near. Uh, humans just go to war. A day with no more wars is, like, everyone's hope. And meanwhile, while they're waiting, Chang is serving some dinner on a cliffside barbecue sort of area. Um, 003 senses a force coming as the earth and seas begin to shake. Um, A monstrous whirlwind approaches, taking the beef kebab and shape-shifting into a flaming serpent. Yes. I was like, oh, Dan, I like this. Also wish that came into play more, but it doesn't. And it uses uses the Rodan roar at Mm. one point in there, but... Uh, this decimates the warring forces in a blast of destructive heat. Uh, the gang flees into the dolphin. I do like how Dr. Gilmore comes out with 001 and is like, Ow, get inside! Get back inside the ship. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, whatever it was, it wasn't human. 003 sees a fireball approaching the ship. Uh, this is the same chariot slash Pegasus dude, a Greek god, and he reveals himself to be Apollo. I am a god. And Chang goes, I want to see his credentials. <laughs> so, very cute moment. Uh, watching the cyborgs for a very long time, adequate challenge that you guys pose to me and my fellow god brethren, let's fight. Um, 009 is disgusted by the catastrophes with all this power, maybe they should use it better. Um, this will be the new world order, and Joe suggests try working with the humans, not against them. Apollo demos his power, manipulating the sea into a Poseidon-like figure. Well, he, he summons Poseidon, yeah. his, his yeah. buddy Poseidon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought that in the initial watch that it was just a, a, an effigy of Poseidon. But there was a lot of 007 snake transformations in this episode, so I was like, oh, that's obviously more biblical imagery going on here. Yeah. Because it's like a snake, and he looks to the camera at many points. And there's like, again, it feels like, you know, we don't know what, you know, amount of content they had to adapt from, like, the manga, but some of these things would have been more interesting to explore for a bit. Yeah, there's well, clearly... they had way more of the pantheon in the manga. There's oh, okay. like a whole army okay. situation going on. So they just picked and choose a few and elevated a few and mixed a few. It would have been interesting. Like, you know, it would have been, it would have been interesting to just see, like, you know, because clearly the world is like, oh, gods are real and they're doing that. You know, so it would have been, there's some element of it there, but we could have gotten more of it. Mm-hmm. Also, there is a minotaur who shoots electricity from horns. This is simply known as Minotaur. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get a god-like name, just Minotaur. They would have should have called him that guy that he fights with in, um... Perseus? Yeah. Wouldn't that make more sense? Is it Perseus? Yeah, it's yeah. Perseus. Yeah. Because they have Achilles, so it would make more sense, right? Yeah, it, yeah. yeah no, it definitely would. Hmm. Yeah, but... Yeah. A panther humanoid barbarian who turns out to be Achilles, and a large woman with psychic powers who is revealed to be Hera, but not through any point of the show. You have to do your own research to find the name. It's never mentioned once. Yeah. Which is odd. Um, But 002 arrives and saves 009 from a fall. Uh, Thought you might need a lift. (laughs) Uh, 004 saves 007, and 005 throws a big rock. The gang's all here. Apollo shoots columns of flame from the ground, and the other gods use their powers to to knock the team out. Uh, 001 is still sleeping. 
Uh, it is foolish to oppose the gods. Apollo is stopped by Apollo's sister at the last moment with a bow, a little satyr who is known as Pan, and a gigantic robot golem known as Atlas. Mm. And I put down in question mark Artemis. That actually turned out to be her name. So yeah. I was like, either it's Artemis or Athena that they're going for here. Uh, uh, also, uh, Theseus was the Minotaur Theseus. one. In the dude bro in the in the Hades game. But mm. yeah. Just mm. to make sure, in case the Greek god fans out there, yeah. <laughs> they're going to... They come for us. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Artemis claims humans are not their enemies as they believed in them all in the first place. So without them, they would not exist or have this power. Uh, these are cyborgs I put down. So I was like, they're cyborgs. Like I knew yeah. from the get go. I'm like, oh, they're cyborgs. Well, and not soon after they discuss that. Yeah. Like they, they, like they go back to the ship and then they, they talk like, oh, they, they just look like they're cyborgs. So mm-hmm. it's like. Again, I, with more time, maybe that twist could have been teased out. Like, the the quote-unquote Greek gods keep more of a distance yeah. and use, like, illusion stuff yeah. to, like, you know, amplify it. But then then it's a shocking twist when, you know, it, one of them gets cut and, like, you see the cybernetics or something. But, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Apollo sees sense in his sister sister's words and calls the rest of the gods home. People will forget... Uh, not the ones who died, reply the cyborgs. Like, yeah. you killed all these people. Uh, humans invented war before us, uh, and they never know when to stop, so we're kind of leveling the playing field. Uh, they asked the gods to vanquish their enemies. We're doing just that. That's why they invented us. Retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, on the dolphin, 002 is confused. Are they gods or not? And 004, oddly enough, agrees with 002 a lot in these episodes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm seeing I die with you for the first time ever. Um, could be advanced text says 004. Um, and Dr. Gilmore somehow tracks them back to the island of magma just off the coast of Greece. Um, the cyborgs, the only ones who can match their power and must protect the world, so they vow to fight these um, gods, in quotes, end quotes. Uh, to whom do we pray for peace, says Gilmore. Like, a very interesting thing. If these are gods, who do we pray to? Yeah. Um, so he's a religious scientist? Okay. Um, well, again, like, there, throughout the whole thing, there is an implication that he, he might be Jewish. Like, he... Yeah. Be- because they they delete it depending on what adaptation mm-hmm. it is, but that was his whole backstory with like how he was involved in the Second World War and everything, and yeah. Black Ghost bamboozles him. So mm-hmm. he presumably, you know, follows that faith, but yeah. we don't. <laughs> like they don't, but rightfully so because it's an anime airing for kids. They yeah. they can't get into people's Spend religious pretty. beliefs. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 006 gifts 003 with a lucky charm to help her anxiety and kind of show that his belief is like, oh, this was given to me as a kid. Um, the old lady who gave it to me said, if you're feeling anxious or whatever, pray to the god inside this lucky charm. Yeah. And then 003 is thankful. I thought that could have been expanded a bit more, maybe. Yeah, like, all, a like lot of this, in this could anime, have, yeah. it could have, again, like, their reactions to having to face quote-unquote gods would have, we could have seen from each of them yeah. what they, they thought like five and and you know and four and then two is like skeptical and but one's a baby yeah <laughs> so it, it it's you know it there was a chance that we could have all seen from their perspectives on this but we don't really mm. you know we only get snippets of it zero zero five as the king of the episode suggests god is what you feel inside deep in your heart and i was like oh there's yeah. our king yeah. doing the best that's, always that's he, he gives he gives the best take i think yeah. but 
And then there's a cliffhanger as the team lands on Magma Island, but this cliffhanger won't last for long because we're diving into, oh, and I said dive again, we're viewing episode 0023, Mythology Arises. On Magma Island, we see that the little satyr by Nymph Pan eats fruit from a lone tree. Um, In a palatial Acropolis setting, Artemis dwells on the destruction slash conversation with 003 in that war-torn environment going like, is this what you want? You've destroyed everything. Is this helping anyone? Um, Artemis replies that they have to endure the pain of sacrifice in order to, you know, progress as a being. Yeah. In the first place, uh, Pan offers the fruit to Artemis, who's like into her. It's like a mommy child, but also like, it's kind of into her. I mean, it fits the, the, the satyr yeah. mindset of things. Yeah. And they're all, they're technically siblings, yeah. all of them, technically. I mean, so it's portrayed it's... as a child. Maybe I'm just yeah. looking where there's yeah, nothing. Yeah, he's, he's like sucking yeah. up to, uh, you yeah. know. it's cute though so uh the ground begins shaking as the giant robot atlas offers an entire tree and i was like oh atlas i like this one right here he's uh you know he's being cute uh apollo talks with an evil scientist that asked them to fight the cyborgs in the first place and this evil scientist is just dr wiley with a black beard again yeah (laughs) that's another one it's the same thing (laughs) um the cyborgs were able to hold you off with their combined powers as a team. Uh, this is completely unexpected. Um, and then Panther and Minotaur, sorry, uh, Achilles and Minotaur offer to fight the cyborgs again, saying that if we all go after them, we're going to look weak. So just send the two of us after them and we'll deal with them. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, hubris. Yeah. You gotta have hubris. So <laughs> Apollo agrees and Artemis interrupts. Not relevant that we take their lives. Maybe we should just, you know, let them chill for a bit. Um, and there is this obvious connection between Apollo and Artemis being siblings, or at least they identify as siblings, right? Yeah. So clearly there's more there to that relationship. Um, don't kill without a good reason. If there is a reason, then I will fight. But if we shed blood without reason, we are just like the humans. Um, Apollo appears kind of defensive of his older sister as well. And this does introduce, with you know, with this doctor here, there is like... And it does pay off by the end of this story arc, but there's, like, as opposed to what we've usually seen between the scientists and their inventions, like, he is acting subservient to them. Like, yeah. like he he won't necessarily mouth off to them as much, and when he does, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my my lord, I, mm-hmm. I, I apologize, I asked the gods for forget. Like, he's playing into something here but it's it's an interesting dynamic that you know and it does pay off by the end but again it could have been cool to tease that out more but Mm -hmm. yeah on the dolphin the cyborg scope out magma island uh some kind of shield blocks 003's vision 002 and 004 don't are don't agree that these guys are gods um 009 suggests that we have to stop them um, and everyone's like, oh, we can send in the team to map it out. 008 volunteers to slip inside an adjacent river, uh, with 002, 009, 004, and 003 distracting, kind of providing a diversion yeah. while the rest are sneaking and sailing about. Uh, Pan explores the shore, dwells on the, his affection for Artemis. Uh, 002 immediately sees him and shoots him. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, meh, <laughs> whatever. Like, and 003 is like, you shot a child. <laughs> um shot in the tail though so it's just a flesh wound zero zero three bandages pan who is thankful but confused and lets uh, she lets pan go and zero zero two is like that's stupid he's just gonna run and tell his friends and zero zero four is like but that's kind of why we're here 
Yeah. Then Zero Zero Two is like, ah, I guess that worked out then. <laughs> well, literally, that's what, what he does. So. <laughs> My God, Dan, we're gonna rank these guys, and if you put Zero Zero Two above anyone else, I'm gonna judge you. But he's but he's from the East Coast. Like I don't us. care. <laughs> I don't care. He's an idiot. He's the closest thing we get to a New Jersey person in this show. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, zero zero three explains Panda's a cyborg and the gods plot with their scientist. Artemis says that she will help. Um, Achilles and the Panther figure. Oh, sorry, the Minotaur and Achilles go out to fight. Artemis wonders why they fight when they can't win. Um, Pan runs off to kind of like now that he's endeared to zero zero three. Maybe he doesn't want violence anymore. Yeah. Zero zero three squad is approached by oh my gosh Achilles, Achilles. and Minotaur. Uh. Achilles shoots a laser from their shield. Pretty grumpy for gods, says Zero Zero Two. <laughs> Always got to get the snipes in. And Minotaur shoots lightning from the horns. I'm trying to horn in. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes in this scene. Uh, the pair seems resistant to all weapons. Uh, they try firing at Zero Zero Four and Zero Zero Two, and like they fire back in in you know. In, mm-hmm. I can't remember the word, but like in defense of themselves, yeah. and zero zero two is like not exactly a bullseye, <laughs> and that's the point when I was watching uh, previously that I was like, I gotta stop with the show. I think anime was a mistake because it did not cause me to chuckle, man. <laughs> this is what finally does it. <laughs> this ends the podcast. Zero zero two. Uh, Joe speeds off, uh, kicks Achilles in the face. Achilles activates his speed booster too. Yeah, like visibly, like he does like a click noise and then, you know, so we know it's the same tech. Yeah. Uh, 003 fires at Achilles and Pan actually intervenes and bites Achilles' Achilles' heel, Heel, which is his weak point and the center of all his power. Why would you build a cyborg called Achilles and put the weak point in the heel? Well, it wasn't like the Pan bit his little wing booster yeah. thing, so he just shorted out, like, one of them, and that was enough to, like, you know... So, technically, it was just, like, uh, you know... Yeah. It wasn't exactly the same, but it was pretty close, but... Yeah. Well, the two balancers on his heel go out of whack, and this causes 009 to commit his first murder? He beats the shit out of him. He kills him. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he beats him to death, yeah. so... <laughs> and Pan is like... Ooh. Yeah, but it's, like, one of the first times where we see 009's, like, power from, like, a, like, an outside person, because, you know... The body's getting flung around. Achilles, he's just ragdolled around, like, ricocheting off these cliffs, Mm -hmm. and then slamming into one of them, and that's... he's done, so... Because usually whenever 9 uses that, like, the villain can, like, I have that too, but then now, you know, this is what happens when they don't, so... Artemis approaches and cries over Achilles. I put down in all caps, this is where they revealed that name. And I was like, oh, it makes sense that his weak point was yeah. part of his heel or whatever. So, yeah. But also, why name Minotaur Minotaur? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Artemis will oblige them with a fight slash energy arrows. Uh, 009 says violence doesn't end violence. Um, and says that you all must be cyborgs too. Maybe we can live together in harmony. Apollo rolls in and is in pi- it rolls in and is pissed because 009's hands are on his sister. Yeah. And that's below her as a god. Uh he will fight 009. Um I do like this moment where Artemis goes to 003. If you don't want to die, you might want to back away. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Um Apollo has immense flame manipulation slash super speed powers. Um a Minotaur is getting the best of 004 and 002. 
uh, Atlas attacks 006008005001 and Gilmore and the Dolphin with Poseidon under the sea. So there's this whole undersea battle going on at the same point. A whirlpool is created, dragging the ship under. Um, Apollo, while fighting 009 and distracted by 003, uh, vows or like states to Joe, show me all your powers. Surely you must have more than speed. <laughs> and Joe's like, no, I just have speed and faith in myself. And gets yeah. immediately shot through the heart. He so yeah. Uh, the whirlpool turns out to be Poseidon. As 009 falls, 003 screams, and the dolphin is bombarded by Atlas's torpedoes. And Ivan Whiskey, 001's eye, starts to glimmer. Yes. So you're like, oh, what's going on here? But another cliffhanger. Uh, episode 002424, 24, Artemis. So when I brought this up to Dan, whenever an episode is named after one character, something's gonna go down. Yeah, it's never a good sign for them. It's not a good thing. Uh, 001 has, as I said last episode, Jonathan was right again. Titch. <laughs> moved the entire ship using his mind. And even before that, he does, like, he teleports the torpedoes mm -hmm. back to Atlas and then near Poseidon. So I'm like, oh shit, the baby just, like... Did all the work. Yeah, could have, like, taken them all out. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, I mean, it goes to show what his powers can actually do, so... Uh, I do like Dr. Gilmore in this scene. Her? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Clearly you know what's going on, Dr. Gilmore. Uh, 004 and 002 struggle against Minotaur... Uh, through his hubris, a rock splits, sending him toppling. Uh, yeah, like, four shoots the cliff under yeah. him, and then he just, he's not paying attention, so he's like, whoa, and then yeah. falls off it. This allows 002 to shoot at him, and the pair struggle to stand. Apollo confronts 003, who is searching for 009 underwater. Uh, 002 swoops in for a scoop at the last moment. She goes, but what about Joe? He's under there. I'll get him next. But he doesn't. He just flies away. Yeah. Um, Apollo and the others are having a ceremony for Achilles, and Artemis thinks on 009's words in, like, an Acropolis setting. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. and, um, Minotaur, the fight with Minotaur ended because while he's falling, they shoot his horns, mm -hmm. and that interferes with his electric powers. So, again, there's, like, a thing where these aren't magic abilities, these are weapons, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, 008 is searching underwater for 009. Without 001, the gang's goose would have been cooked, they say. And I'm like, yeah, this baby is pulling their weight on the team. Can everyone else do that? Or <laughs> is that not going to happen on this anime? Day? Not Jet Link, I'm afraid. <laughs> <sighs> Teamwork through these gods for a loop. So the power of teamwork, since the gods are also like in their own way. They're like, oh, we can only do this by ourselves. Send yeah. us alone. That's what they're lacking is genuine teamwork. Yeah, and friendship, it seems. Seemingly. Seemingly, yeah. Uh, 007, this whole time, has been sneaking around the island doing reconnaissance. Uh, Dr. Gilmore begins to think that these gods are just cyborgs. What gave you that clue, Dr. Gilmore? But who created them and why? Uh, their methods aren't working in tandem with their motive, and 004 is injured, so Dr. Gilmore is like, let's get you fixed up. Uh, 003 is still thinking about 009 slash Joe. Um, and we see that Artemis has already rescued him from the sea. Yeah. Um, in a show of mercy and curiosity and just camaraderie, I guess. Um, Achilles is lost as this evil scientist says we need to beat the cyborgs. Uh, tonight there's going to be a, a memorial. Apollo is sure that they will win in the end. And 007 vaguely recalls the science. Oh, oh, so like 007 is snooping in on this scene. Yeah. As a different animal. Like, he's a snake, and then he's a mouse, and then he's a cat, running all around, and he overhears, like, this scientist 
talking with Apollo. And, and this, this again, like, with this dynamic between the scientists and, like, Apollo and everything, it, it does... Because they're like, okay, we just please go and kill the cyborgs yeah. now. And Apollo playing into the whole where gods things like, no, tonight we will we will feast for him. Yeah. Then we will do it. It's we do what we and you can tell that the scientist is like, I shouldn't have fucking programmed yeah. them to like that. I so shouldn't have done this. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but 007 finds this information is almost eaten by a hippo man, who I thought was initially a Fantasia ref, because we have all those Fantasia and tutus, and this is a hippo and a tutu. I thought it was going to be like a, a play on Midsummer's Night with Hippolyta, you know, Queen of the Amazons. But it's just Neris, that's the name? I, I, it's I, in the yeah. manga, like, the hippo person is named Neris, I think. Yeah, I, I assumed it was a Hippolyta joke, too, yeah. but I, I don't, I don't, I'm sure there has to be a, a reason for that, yeah. but. Or, like, even a Dionysus thing, like, that's what they like to transform into, but no, it's just a hippo without words that tries to eat 007 and is tuckered out. So Atlas is searching for Artemis in another cute scene where you see that the two care for each other. Um, on the seashore, 009 comes to having been saved by Artemis, and she tries to bring 009 around to their point of view. Um, humans don't learn the repeat, uh, don't learn they repeat the cycle of violence, and they gave you these powers to make you a weapon, and Joe is like, not all humans, most is not all, but I want to be like, all is not some, or whatever. They're going back and forth with some philo philosophical debates. Yeah. The Dan was like, oh, Joe's spouting truth. <laughs> Well, because he, he says something that's surprisingly lucid for by Joe Stan. He, yeah. I, I forget what it, I forget what exactly it was. As opposed to bringing a little girl into combat. I forget what it is either. I didn't write it down. Yeah. Oh, no. He says that clearly, like, I know that you guys are, like, cyborgs because your brother got really pissed and yeah. a god wouldn't have mm. demonstrated anger like that. Mm -hmm. Like, a god wouldn't be concerned with these things, so yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, Joe was paying attention for once, so yeah, yeah, that was, I like that, mm. whenever they do that. But. And this whole conversation, Hera is on, like, a, a cliffside listening and going, he's lying to you, just speaking to herself. <laughs> like, very Jonathan energy here. Um, Artemis doesn't want to question her programming, slash 009's blasphemy. Uh, Jet finds 009, and we kind of transition into the memorial service for Achilles, where everyone is drinking. Um, in his honor. Um, even Atlas is downing some oil. Yeah. Which is cute. Uh, Artemis arrives. Apollo wants to eliminate the cyborgs tomorrow. Hera asks Artemis to reveal why she saved 009. And once the cyborgs are gone, she will submit. Um, Apollo gets angry with Artemis and tells... A uh, Artemis then tells Atlas and Pan that Apollo will lead them from now on and kind of quits the group. Yeah. She's like, I don't see eye to eye with your values anymore. So I'm going to go off on my own. Um, which is good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 004 is being repaired on the ship as 009 arrives back on the dolphin. Uh, can human be- and we get this whole humanity conversation with, like, can human beings evolve? Do they learn from this? It's just a cycle of war over and over again. Um, 007 shows up and transforms into the- the scientist Gaia, uh, Black Ghost number one scientist who Dr. Gilmore has a whole past with. They work together on the cyborgs, but Gilmore wanted them to retain their human memories and emotions, and Gaia did not, yeah. saying that that would make a better, more perfect weapon. Um, making them virtual gods. Yes. Clearly a megalomaniac's going on here. <laughs> like, he thinks he's God when he just made these things 
Yeah, and I thought that they were going to lean more in, but, I mean, they do, again, by the end, but I thought that we were going to get some, like, Zeus stuff with him, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, he's just, he's just wily, so. <laughs> yeah, and they're discussing gods, and I remember, like, someone says something in 005, is like, there's no buts, we just continue on with our lives, and, like, do what we have to do. Most sense? <laughs> yep, yet again. Um, but, um, under the temple is a machine with the power of gods, so 007 reveals that info as well. Um, Joe is like, Artemis shows emotions, so even this is imperfect, she goes through a whole host of emotions. Um, and Dr. Gilmore and company's like, we've got to take out this big machine in order to take them out. Uh, 009 and 003 have another quiet moment topside. Artemis realizes that she's uh, not a god in quiet contemplation, and Gaia stands menacingly in the shadows behind her. He does take her out in a very stone-cold move, just shoots her and says, Mm -hmm. you're not useful to me anymore. Um, You would think that she would have a psychic arrow prepared, maybe. Yeah. But maybe she was in the mindset of fighting anymore. Um, But the cyborgs develop the plan. Professor Gilmore, 001, 007, and 008 will take on the machine, and the rest will fight the gods. Um, attack will full force because it's sure to be a difficult fight. Uh, the gods ready an assault as Gaia and his skull ring laugh. So he wears a skull ring, Dan. Must be working for Black Skull, then. Yes. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. <laughs> and Pan looks for Artemis, whose corpse slash body is floating in the sea. Mm-hmm. I'm traumatized! Yeah. Doesn't yeah. see it yet, though. And our final chapter, our final episode of the night, episode 002525, Mythos, the final chapter. Appropriately named. Uh, the dolphin searches for the cave beneath the temple. Meanwhile, 002, 003, 004, 005, and 009 are beset by laser beams fired by Apollo. Uh, 003 gives the preemptive one-second warning and all the teams scatter. <laughs> yes. Um, Apollo's wrath. What a surprise. What a surprise to find you here. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Um, in lightning and water, Minotaur, sorry, oh, Minotaur is his name. I always forget. And Poseidon, yeah, he is Minotaur, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Poseidon emerge, as does Atlas firing rockets. Uh, they all fight their matching partners. So, for example, we see that 004 is taking on Minotaur. Chang is taking on Poseidon because it's like that water fire thing yeah. is going on. So, And 5 gets Atlas because yeah. strength. Yeah. So. Um, some more successfully than others, being 5, pulling his weight, tipping over Atlas. And the rest are just kind of flung around throughout the battle. Uh, Apollo has this weird sunbelt boomerang charm that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, the only... And I was like, Dan, explain? Yeah, no, the only, like, because he throws it and then, uh, like, I think Nine shoots it, but it starts refracting the laser yeah. beam like, all over the place. what's going on? And then it just explodes. Well, because Four blows it up with a rocket. But yeah. the only thing I could think of was... Uh, there was a thing in Superman 2 where he rips the, the, the cellophane S, yeah. S off his chest and, and he only does it that one time because he, you know, it's yeah. just like a thing that he had. So it's like his Sailor Moon power. We don't, yeah. that's his weapon, I yeah. guess. Um, 002 and 009 try to match Apollo's speed. Um, 003 provides support, but her shots prove futile. Joe grabs Apollo um, by surprise and is burnt by backdrafts. Yeah, because Apollo heats himself up, pretty much. Uh, Pan is still looking for Artemis, runs into Hera, who's like, She left us. Leave her be. And then he just (laughs) runs off anyway. Foolish child. Whatever. (laughs) Underground, the real team, 001, 007, and 008, and Dr. Gilmore emerge, and the hippo from last episode is stunned by 001. I was like, It's okay, everyone. I just broke his spine. (laughs) 
it's, yeah. I mean, the hippo is okay. Well, n- well, well, not for long. Not for long, but yeah, uh, yeah the hippo is... He, he didn't just off the hippo in yeah. that moment. Um, but Hera, in a much cooler design chamber, senses Ivan's psychic powers as, like, a psychic? <laughs> Someone who can match me? And it's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only power is big appetite. 007 says that about the, the hippo. Like, why is he even on the team? Um... And then Hera floats in, just, like, whoop, on strings. You are a baby! <laughs> uh, and uh, we discover that Hera has amplified the reactor in the first place. She's kind of controlling it. And an epic psychic battle ensues between 001 and Hera. And I can only assume that this is some kind of, like, again, if this was a detail that had more time to develop, it's like... For whatever reason, her powers are very much linked to this reactor, and mm-hmm. I don't... Because Hera is... Um, Wife wh- of Zeus. Yeah, and what what is she, she in charge of? Like... Um, I know that she murders a lot of Zeus's children. <laughs> yeah. I forget what she she has power over. Mm. Um, but, I, I don't know, I assumed that it was going to be, like, something that Hera was tending to yeah. in the myth, you know, is equivalent to... Or maybe that's because if she's the wife of Zeus, then she's the one closest to the this power reactor yeah. in Gaia, but who, who yeah. knows? Yeah. I think they just need someone to fight baby. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, some baby action I put down. This is the best. I'm like, give this an episode right here. Just we, a battle of wills. Well, and his new thing is floating around yeah, in his, his bassinet. Yeah, just, <laughs> I got this, go. Go, you fools. Go fly, you fools. Uh, 009 is badly burned, but these gods can't seem to cooperate and keep being reckless in their fight patterns, so they still stand a chance. Uh, Pan finds Artemis's bow and body in the sea. She is still alive, but badly, gravely injured. Uh, betrayed by Gaia, uh, she reveals this, that we're not really gods, we're just cyborgs. Uh, she must tell the truth, so she rushes off to her brother and company to tell this. Uh, 001 is still doing what a baby can do, <laughs> fighting Hera yeah, throughout this whole, you know, episode. Uh, 007, 008, and Gilmore arrive at the reactor with Gaia, and Gaia points one gun at them, and I'm like, you have two guns pointed on him, just shoot. Just yeah, shoot. I, I don't, yeah, but they don't, they don't want to take the risk. Yeah. I get it, yeah. And Gaia reveals this whole thing, like, Greek gods, they're perfect. Uh, they're not human because you stole their human memories, you lunatic. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's going to corrupt anyway. My cyborgs are vastly superior to yours. And they're not because the cyborgs have clearly taken out one of their own. Yeah. One of the ones you have. Yeah. They have, they've scored no definitive victory. So yeah. it's like the god complex hasn't mm-hmm. done anything for them. And Dr. Gilmore's like, you slipped over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> you too far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we get the big reveal, working for Black Ghost, so he's not dead. Well, yeah, and Gilmore, I thought he was dead. <laughs> uh, I did too. I didn't remember that. As you remember, I didn't remember Black Ghost being thrown in the vat of Kool-Aid with the jello thermometer blown up. Um, but apparently he'll be back again. Um, the reactor goes all whack, and 001 is like, you're overheating it, we need to calm down. And her is like, you fool, and then just blows up. <laughs> like... Okay. Well, yeah, again, and I don't know, like, this is, like, because Baby says that they are overloading the area with psychic energy, so if they don't, like, again, because somehow Hera is linked to what is going on with that reactor, Mm -hmm. and them doing all of this, in addition to to Gaia doing his, like, evil scientist lever pulling, has set the reactor, and, and this, this... 
device is what's causing all of the global catastrophes to yeah. happen. It's interfering with... Presumably, it's using, like, telekinetic power to, to change things mm-hmm. to cause disasters to happen, but... It's all going sideways, yeah. is the point, yeah. Um, while this is going on on the island topside, Pat and Artemis hide, but they're continuing towards the gods and Joe fighting. Uh, 001 flees in his basket as Hera creates a shield from the magma, but is immediately crushed by the yeah. magma and dies a horrific death. Yeah. Um, as we can assume Hippo does, too, being in the same cavern. <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh. <laughs> um, unsuccessfully, I put question marks, so she doesn't do a good shield. No. Yeah, it's not enough. Uh, 008-007 try to escape with Gilmore. Uh, 002 is out of fuel. 005 is taking debris hits for others, primarily 003. And he's like, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, but Jed is like, oh, out of gas. <laughs> Which I didn't think was... A, I forgot that that was a thing, but... <laughs> uh, Apollo's still fighting with Joe. Artemis yells at Apollo not to finish 009. She intercepts this attack. He's about to do a blaze kick. Yeah. <laughs> but it, he gets... Inter- she, yeah, she takes the hit, so... Yeah. And then looking into my anime eyes, brother, like, you'll you'll see the truth there. And he goes, my sister, you're injured. And she goes, we're all cyborgs. Gaia shot me. He wanted to use us for chaos. We were once human. Yeah. <laughs> and dies. Give give one last dramatic message. <laughs> yeah. Have mercy on the humans. Dies. Um, everybody is sad. Apollo is fucking pissed. And he and 009 run off to uh, find Gaia. And the other gods mourn around Artemis, just silent and stony. Yeah. Um, Gaia reveals maniacally in his... Oh, revels maniacally in his power before being zapped and killed by Apollo immediately. And I want that beard offered no coverage, Dan. No protection. <laughs> Shot right through the beard. That's as big as his body. Well, yeah, as always, as is tradition for these villains, so... Um, but went a little overkill with it, begins shooting in rage, so he's clearly not a god because the human emotions are taking over that... He's lost someone close to him. Yeah. And is kind of uh, uh, de- desecrating this body that's already dead. Uh, 009 advises Apollo to come with them. Apollo insists he can't be hurt because he is a god, but sees blood on his hands and, you know, delusion has taken over. Yeah. And pride, probably. He's like, I'm going to go down with this ship. I will put my hands up and surrender. There will no- be no white flag upon my door. <laughs> <laughs> a real Dido moment. Where was Dido? That's a Greek god. Yeah. Hmm. It, well, is he in the manga? Like, it... uh, no. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, but Artemis falls into the earth. Pan and Atlas follow. Zero zero three cries a lot. Uh, Poseidon and Minotaur burn to death, and it's gruesome. Well, it's a it's an intense scene because like her body sinks into yeah. like this you know the earth opening up, and then they all just solemnly like like uh, Atlas and Pan just solemnly walk into. The, you know... The fiery inferno. The magma yeah. with her, and then Poseidon and Atlas are also resigned to it. They're like, yeah, okay. And then they, they get fucking wiped out, and yeah. it's it's like, it's like an intense moment. Again, yeah. these... Goober to Gallant in yeah. 0 to 60. It's, it's you know... It, Did yeah. a full 180. Crazy. Yeah. As Dua Peep would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, 001 brings the dolphin along. He's like, get in, kids! We're going... Oh, get in the fucking ship! <laughs> do I have to do everything? <laughs> He's <Jesus> screaming. <laughs> get in the ship! <laughs> and the island blows up as all the cyborgs and Gilmore, who has been like dragged through rubble, submerged underwater. This old man. He's an old man. <laughs> what is he doing? Still kicking, Dan. Uh, but they're all saved, and they mourn 
the passing of these god cyborgs and the destruction of Magma Island. Uh, they all watch the ruins as 003 symbolically gets Pan's bandage on the wind and then cries even more. I was like, of all the things to to yeah. go on the wind, 003, it had to be the one bandage you gave Pan. Yeah. And well, and then they like, and they, but they do reflect on the moral of the episode that's mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, humans are worth, we have to protect humanity mm-hmm. and get them to the point where they don't have to, to fight with one another anymore. Yeah. Um, it's ironic that the gods came to save the world, but they couldn't save themselves. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of morals jammed into the last minute of this episode. Yes. And then, like, Joe is like, we need to use this strength that we've learned to make this dream of, like, humans and cyborgs coexisting reality. Yes. Um, the episode and arc ends with the looming threat of Black Ghost still. But we have reached the end of today's series of episodes, Dan. Yeah. Any final thoughts? We're getting into the point where I don't remember what goes on. <laughs> I, I like yeah. I I remember stretches of of what happens. Like I know, like you know, I, I know the th- what what is coming in terms of Black Ghost stuff. I know the gist of that entire plot. Mm. And in terms of these episodes, everything that I remember was all Apollo scenes. Yeah. Like again, he's obviously the character type that I like, but. Every flash of, like, you know, memory was Apollo doing something. And then even his, like, death scene, I mm-hmm. remember watching as a youngin and being like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> you know? Emotion. Because I probably hadn't seen that trope before where he's like, no, yeah. you, you go. I, I'm i <laughs> yeah. staying in the collapsing villain base. So, yeah. you know, uh, he elevates this story arc. For, like, him and Artemis kind of elevate this story arc for me and the designs of the other one like atlas and and you know they don't get a lot to do but i i think that these episodes could have stood to they could have benefited from more time Mm. you know yeah maybe showcase more gods maybe give more of the cyborgs individual fights you know yeah uh, just more more backstory and stuff so Mm -hmm. i agree with you 100 percent. i think that it could have been benefited by length these episodes with more nuanced battles going on between them. Um, I do like their designs. Yeah. I mean, I remember the ladies' designs more being Artemis and Hera, even though she never gets named. I was like, oh, I always assumed that was the big bad yeah. of this arc, but it wasn't. So I guess I'm remembering wrong. And uh, Atlas stood out to me this time. I was yeah. like, that's just Gigantor. It is. With a little, <laughs> you know, Spartan helmet on. Yeah, and they're all they're all cool. Yeah. They're all like, which is why I wish we, we could have gotten like, you know. I do think that Pan is insufferable. Though. Yeah. <laughs> But he sort of... Oh, we forgot to mention that he talks like... Yeah, he, like fucking Popeye. He serves the purpose, yeah. unfortunately, but it, it, it's... Uh, you gotta wonder why Gaia made him. Yeah. Maybe to be an assistant, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not sure, but... Because uh, I, I, I thought that if you go into these episodes completely, like, fresh, like, if you if you have no idea that this arc is coming, you might go into it assuming that, like things are going to happen that don't like like that pan is going to have some kind of ability yeah. that plays into you know like as if you know the the main cyborgs have the baby with psychic powers mm-hmm. so maybe these the evil, child yeah yeah like maybe this kid can do the something wunderkind, yeah um you know and again the the reactor connection the whole like mm-hmm. um yeah i they could have like the the whole toy box of Greek mythology they could have played with 
a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe they had other, you know, places to be, Dan. Yeah. They yeah. couldn't allow more than four episodes, but I do wish it was longer. And it makes me interested in reading the manga alternative just to see how it plays out. Yeah, no, definitely. It's different or similar in some ways, because I know there's a, a a few more characters there, so I can assume a little bit more screen time for our mains. And I know that um, Artemis isn't Artemis in the manga. They, like, changed her character. They combined another character into her. Yeah. I don't know why, but it'd be interesting to know. But strong episodes nonetheless. We continue forward. Black Ghost is back. So that leaves room to, like, grow for these cyborgs to continue forward into fighting Black Ghost. Yeah. And uh, searching for their one true purpose. All right. Um, with that, without anything further to say, Dan, is there anywhere that our audience can find you on social media? Uh, you can follow me at uh, King underscore Danis on Instagram, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast account. And you mortals can follow me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, from my chariot above your heads. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drink and Read JK on Twitter. You can check out my other two podcasts, being Nightcaps at the Theater or Drink and Read, where I recap War and Peace still waiting on a poll to come out. We're taking a break mm-hmm. for those two pods, so continue listening to Anime Was Not a Mistake. Uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We love to hear from you, and we love a five-star review. We need your prayers. We yeah. we need... <laughs> we, we can't exist without... <laughs> yep. we only only exi- you yeah. can help the Summer of Cyborg. We only, we only exist through your belief. Yeah, so. <laughs> literally. Um, but do you have a slight tease to offer our audience for the next four episodes? I know that we haven't seen them. And we're unaware of what we're going to choose specifically, but through a vague reading, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like we're we're not getting into another serious arc next time. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like we're going to be going back to an episodic, seemingly Structure. like a monster of the week thing for a bit until, you know, because again, I know the context of when Black Ghost reemerges and what's the deal with, with them. And it's actually fairly fascinating, but we... We got some more time to spend with the cyborgs before then. Mm. Um, so the only thing I can definitively promise is that aliens will be showing up. Mm. Uh, and that's, home? that's uh, <laughs> I yeah, race to witch mountain vibes. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But there's definitely aliens. <laughs> oh boy. Get your spaceships out. <laughs> yeah. Flip that coin and find out. <sighs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weave horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast, or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-be-continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Sayonara.